Hey guys, Shane with Now That I'm Older. Check out Rogue Intel Prime with Duff and Chris. Anything goes in this podcast of infinite possibilities. The gang are sure to entertain with their take on the latest news, commentary, and review of, well, whatever the hell they feel like. Check out Rogue Intel Prime on RogueIntel.com. Podcast, my friends. Hello and welcome to the powerful Nerdcast. I'm Corey, and joining me, as always, is my good friend Christian. Hello, internets. That's right. You enjoying your coffee over there, brewed from the beans and water coming from Mars? Yes, this is actually Mars brewed coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, I had that shipped over. Yeah, you're gonna be like Matt Damon. You're gonna like uh, science the shit out of this or whatever it is he says. You know, the funny thing about <laughs> that, that that trailer for that movie, The Martian, yes. I believe is what it's called. I was so confused um, by that because I thought it was like, is this a prequel to Matt Damon in uh, what was the other movie with space that he was in? Uh, not Good Will Hunting. No, that was nothing to do with space. <laughs> not in space. Not in space. It was the one with uh, uh, the one where he was a Siamese twin. No, Corey, you fucking know. I'm it's remembering. It's, you're remembering all the bad Matt Damon movies. Why, you got a problem with Goodwill Hunting? No, actually, Goodwill Hunting is okay. You know, actually, if you see the uh, uh, scene where Robin Williams is talking to Matt Damon in his office and he, like, says a joke, you know, that's obvious. You, you know the exact scene I'm talking about because Robin Williams said a joke, mm-hmm. right? That's, like, the whole movie. Oh. <laughs> but you actually see the uh, the cameraman actually shakes the camera because he was laughing mm. at some of Robin Williams' humor. I always thought that was funny. Well, yeah. He's a guy that works behind the scenes. It's interesting. Mm. But, no, it's the movie where he betrays the dude. And the other dude in the space and the things. And that turned into Bill Cosby. Uh, no, I'm totally forgetting it. It's Inception or something. It's the movie yeah. that just came out. The guy that just made Batman made it. Uh, what was it? Uh, Christopher Nolan. Yeah. What yeah, was the, the director. What was the other movie he made that was about space? Uh, right after Batman. Batman in space? No, it's not Batman in space. Uh, oh, why haven't they done Batman versus Predator yet? But you know what? We're getting off track here. Yeah. We have a really great show for you guys today. Obviously, we're talking about uh, Mars because a lot of, uh, you know, it's been in the news lately. A lot of uh, big things have been popping up. Apparently, there is water on Mars. Uh, which is a big deal for California. I know they're freaking out. They're probably <laughs> trying to get their rockets up into space right now. So we wish them uh, the best of luck on their uh, long space journey. But we have a few topics today that uh, we're going to discuss, many of which are anime-related, which are really exciting news. Uh, we get to know that the Nanatsu no Taizai, otherwise known as the Seven Deadly Sins, is going to be returning in 2016. Interstellar. Really, hmm? Interstellar. Interstellar. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> we, we're, back to, we're back to space somehow. Uh, but yeah, Interstellar is that movie if you guys are interested. But yeah, Nanatsu no Taizai coming back in 2016. There's a brand new One Piece fighting game which is coming, which I think is a long time overdue, especially with all the Naruto and Dragon Ball fighting games. It looks like Kekai Sensen, otherwise known as Blood Blockade Battlefront, is actually going to be having its real final episode. This is no joke. It's actually happening months after the last episode aired, which I really think is a big deal. I'm really interested to see how they're going to end that series or if it's going to extend into other things. Ridley Scott has big plans for Pro Prometheus 2, which has a very interesting title, and not only that, but we have the Age of Ultron gag reels, which, Christian, I don't even think you've seen those quite no, yet, but I if haven't. you have an opportunity, go ahead and watch those when you can, they're really easy to find, uh, and they're surprisingly funny, if you ever wanted to see Samuel L. Jackson literally call Scarlett Johansson a motherfucker, <laughs> then these are the gag reels for you, and uh, we're also going to talk maybe a little bit more about Rick and Morty, and we also got awkward imager slash imger readings, this time for Christian, because I want to put him on oh, the chopping yeah. block. 
Oh yeah. Okay. So Corey, uh, you know, uh, I want to get back to my one point before we get on to the rest of the podcast. Yeah. So, Space. so there was Interstellar. There was Interstellar. And Matt Damon plays a dude that went to space that betrays mm. all the other main characters to try to get away. Yeah. And I thought this was like the Martian was actually like a prequel to that for a second. Really? Yeah, because okay. it almost looks the same. Yeah. You know, they're in space. They got space suits mm-hmm. and stuff. But it's There's obviously been different. a lot of space movies lately. Like, wasn't there that one movie with Sandra Bullock? Yeah. It was called Gravity. And then there was that one with like that. Val Kilmer where they go to Mars, but then the robot betrays them. The robot <laughs> I think that was back in the late 90s, or early 2000s. Yeah, I forgot. That uh, one. There were two movies that came out, I think, during that time, which both had to do with Mars, as I recall. I only remember the one with the robot going crazy, though. Yes. And then there was the one where Rocket Man, you know, where he farts and then they have to share oxygen and he has to hold the two. <laughs> I do not remember that one. By chance was a. Uh, the monkey guy. He, he liked the monkey. Yeah. Was he, mon- was he the guy from Half Baked? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah he was the guy, the guy who was in jail the whole time. Was it Rocket Man? Is that the name uh, of that movie? I guess. You know, that's one of those movies that even as a kid, you know, I'm like, yeah, no. I was like, this is not that good. No. <laughs> I don't think it's going to go very far. I'm going to find that actor's name. Uh, yeah, I feel bad for never. I'm, I'm always like Har- the guy from Half Harlan, Baked who goes to jail. Harlan Williams. Arlen Williams? Harlan. Harlan Williams. I think I'm saying that right. Okay. He's done a bunch of stuff. But no, he's he's always been like in the, usually a minor character in movies, but I can say he was pretty important was, in Half Baked. He was sort was, of the catalyst for the whole story. He was in Dumb and Dumber. You remember he was the cop. He was. He was the cop who drank <laughs> Jim Carrey's piss. <laughs> He probably gave one of the best reactions ever. To. He was in Freddy Got Fingered, uh, a movie that no one talks about anymore. But that's, that's fine. That's true. He, a... he was uh, Tom Green's brother, wasn't he? Yes, he yeah, was. Yeah. He's like backwards man. Backwards. Wait, wait, wait. No, he wasn't his. Wait, I'm trying to remember because there was uh, what's his name from American Pie in that movie too. The, another actor whose name I never forget, but he's always in, like in the background of movies. He, he played Finch. In the American Pie movies. You know, the one who fucked Stifler's mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing is just uh, hilarious. Yeah. I forget the name of that damn rocket movie, but I know he went to space, mm-hmm. and it was a bunch of slapstick, All right, so we've had Gravity, shit. we've had Interstellar, and now we have The Martian. All these brand new, big, epic space opera movies, which are all very different from one another, I want to add, too. You know, Gravity is, uh, to my understanding, it's like it's like about the, uh, the satellites in the orbit of space. Uh, and then you have Interstellar, which is like some sort of weird Matthew McConaughey vehicle, which is basically like the uh, the uh, car commercials that he does, except that it's like an hour and a half long. <laughs> it's no, not sure what's going on. Yeah. A lot to do with like space and time and mm-hmm. kind of like, in a lot of ways, concepts that humans aren't very good at understanding, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like how if you go around a black hole, time slows down where you are, but it stays the same speed for everywhere mm-hmm. else. And people don't understand that. See, I don't even know what you're talking about. When I hear black hole in space, I just think it's like this big vacuum that just sucks up and destroys everything. No, it's actually everything. it's actually more of a sphere. Yeah, the a weird uh uh like mirror sphere. It's not like one of them uh, space tornadoes. No, it's not a space tornado because because black holes they suck up light and they bend light while they suck it in, so it actually mm-hmm. starts to distort the look around. It's not a dark hole. Yeah. It's not fucking a black you know toilet in space (laughs) that that ruins my image of the black hole forever i know because they sold it to us wrong but space or that's the thing science didn't know 20 years ago yeah they just didn't know like when you hear us about shit in space you're like oh there's water on mars like literally people didn't know that last week yeah like that's That's a big deal that's making waves you know literally you know all the all the <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know we've had all this crazy stuff going on you know there was uh the moon uh what was it the other night like the we landed on the moon, moon in 69 uh 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> haven't been back in a while. Um, but you know, they had the uh, what was it, the red blood moon the other night? Yeah, it was the red eclipse or whatever it was. Which I did not see because it was cloudy as shit. Yeah, it was rainy here in Georgia. <laughs> We've had nothing but rain here lately, but at least it's been getting cooler. Yeah, yeah, it's it's actually. Uh, I'm sure everyone loves to hear about the weather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was raining here. Mm-hmm. We did not see the uh, the blood moon, but like uh, all over the internet, like mm-hmm. all over Imgur and stuff, mm-hmm. like uh, they just had it all over the place. So, so space is coming back in a big way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so I, I had to Google Christopher Nolan to figure out uh, what the last movie he made was. Yeah. And the first thing to pop up, right, on Google News was six reasons why Christopher Nolan should make an Akira adap- adaptation. Wow. I can give six reasons why he should not and why <laughs> no one should try attempting a freaking live-action version of Akira. We've already talked in length before that turning an anime into a live-action movie is damn near impossible due to the stylings of it and because it sort of just defeats the purpose of it being an anime altogether. Yeah, it's kind of hard to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only reason I'd maybe give it a little bit of leeway is because it is based on a manga series, so, I mean, they could do something with it, but just, no, just leave it alone. It's too complex, especially if they're going to try and adapt the manga version of it, and there's just too many characters, and I just don't want to see... Kaneda and Tetsuo played by a bunch of freaking white kids. I just don't. Yeah, no, I, I, why not? Let's just whitewash this bitch. Exactly. You know? <laughs> We're already doing that way too fucking much. Uh, you know, I, but I don't want to get into that You too know, much. Nolan I, made Memento? I didn't know that. I, what the fuck is Memento? Memento? You know, the movie that's all backwards. You know, the guy that wakes up with all these tattoos over him and he knows someone killed his wife, but the movie's actually shown all out of order. So, like, by the end of it, spoiler alert, uh, you find out he's killed the guy a long time ago, but he doesn't know, but he just keeps chasing after people. I've never heard of this movie. Memento? It's yeah. like the most confusing artsy sort of backward story movie. Yeah. And actually, like... When I think, did this come out? I think there's a DVD extra where you can actually watch the movie in the sequence of events that oh, actually okay. happened because uh, early 2000s. Oh, okay. You've never seen Memento? I've never seen Every Memento. Every time he, he needs to remember something, he gets a tattoo, so that way he, he doesn't have to forget again. Yeah. Like this one... There's it's like this, Nightcrawler from X-Men. He forgets things? No, it just... He, oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, that doesn't make sense. They got tattoos. They're buddies. Look, I, I never I never saw Memento. I've heard of the movie. But yeah. Was Christopher Nolan, like, I don't think he was as big of a director, maybe... Then. No, that was his first, like, big breakthrough. His foray into film, you would say. Uh, before he uh, decided I don't know do what those big, big words means, but I assume you're insulting me with them. No, I'm not. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying this is... It's his uh, no, the beginnings just, of his uh, I was actually uh, quoting uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin, oh. you know, where uh, Kevin Hart comes in and talks to the, the other black salesman. He's like, I don't know these big words you're saying, so I'm assuming you're insulting me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. I wasn't watching Memento. I was watching 40-Year-Old Virgin when that yeah. was coming out. Yeah, that's way better um, anyway. But uh, anywho, uh, that's just uh, something I wanted to talk about, all this crazy shit going on in space uh this could be one step closer to possibly meeting other life i mean the fact that there is water on another planet uh you know it's there for a reason i think and uh who knows i mean the, the water itself wet. could be a freaking alien for all we know like it's funny because we, we learn about it and they're like oh, you shouldn't go there though you shouldn't touch that water that's bad it's like fuck man so uh, we kind of put ourselves well, back into Well, you know, you think uh, everything that de- that's been developed on this planet over the millions and millions of years mm-hmm. that it's been here, or, you know, 8,000 years if you're into the Bible thing. Yeah. And, uh, but the point is, everything here has developed for us to interact with it. Mm-hmm. And not in the sense, like, you can't go fucking pick up lava. But you can be near it. It doesn't, mm-hmm. like, put off some crazy poisonous gas that kills humans immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we're all kind of, like, used to this environment. So, like, you may go over to Martian water and touch it. And it might be like acid that melts your skin off, you know, exactly. because like, it's just not, 
an environment that we were ever like developed. It might be in. like Fiji water for all we know. It might you know, be. We have no idea how good and clean and smooth that water is. We're just gonna have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I just find the whole thing interesting, and uh, uh, maybe we will see aliens before we die. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they might just be little blobs that move. You know, they might just be like life way long ago. You know, developing on another planet, like little <sighs> I, amoebas. I want that though. I want like a. I want planet Kashyyyk from Star Wars. I want a whole planet of Wookies. <laughs> that we can discover. You like want we, Bigfoot planet? Basically, yeah. I mean, Chewbacca basically is Bigfoot. Yeah, he's Bigfoot. He's Bigfoot mo- mixed with a, a werewolf. Yeah. You know, basically. You with know, the, with a very human-like consciousness. You exactly. Know? I yeah. want a whole planet of giant fuzzy people that we can hug and be friends with and throw frisbees <laughs> at at the park. Like, that's what we need. We don't need these like <laughs> stupid little blobs of people. That's just ridiculous. Oh God! Uh, but that—that's—that's that's a topic for another day. If you guys want to learn I don't more know about if that this day stuff, will ever go, come. go talk to <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson. Today we're here to get nerdy, and we're going to talk about some really cool things in the anime world. One of which involves the return of Nanatsu no Daisai, otherwise known as the Seven Deadly Sins, which was one of the biggest hits of 2014 and 20. 20- Freaking 14 again, because I think that's the only time it aired. Because uh, this is another one of those uh, classic cases where it's a manga series, uh, which was adapted into an anime, and then it finally reached a point where it caught up to the manga version, and they're like, shit, we sort of wrote ourselves into a corner. What are we going to do? Well, let's just end it right here, and that'll be the end of that, and if it's uh, popular enough, I, we'll bring it back. I thought you were going to say, time for a beach episode. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm waiting for that beach episode, though, of Nanatuno Taizai. I don't think it would fit within the medieval setting, but I wouldn't mind seeing Elizabeth in a bathing suit despite the fact that it doesn't really matter because she barely wears anything anyway. The point is, Seven Deadly Sins is returning, and it was a pleasant surprise of a series, and I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with it um, because the way that the last season ended, a lot of people were telling me that it actually didn't follow the manga all that closely. They changed a few things, and apparently this next arc, which is getting ready to begin, is going to be adapting the next arc of the manga series, which unfortunately I've just not had the time to look at quite yet. But uh, it's really good to know that these characters are going to be returning because we barely even got to see all of them by the end of it because uh, I know that you didn't really watch the entire series, but you did watch like a lot of the action scenes. Yeah, I've seen quite a few. Mm-hmm. I've seen quite a few of the action scenes, mm-hmm. and uh, I always thought it was good. I thought the main character was very... Uh... Uh, very, and I don't mean this in a mean way, but like good shonen leader sort of character, yeah. uh, happy, super strong, easy go lucky, by far the most strong character in the universe. Oh, you know, yeah. Meliodas, I believe yeah. his name was. Yeah, and then there's that huge bitch that goes with him everywhere. You know, <laughs> that's Diane. Yeah, and yes, she's a giant. I'd love to see her eat a giant watermelon on the beach episode. You know, <laughs> just be- like crack like this giant watermelon just out of nowhere. Uh, we had, uh, yeah, we had Diane, we had Meliodas, we had uh, King, who is the uh, the king of the uh, the fairies, despite the fact that he doesn't really resemble a fairy himself. He has the ability to fly around, and he has this, like, weird, giant, crazy spear, which he can control with his psychic-like abilities, and he has a few more other cool things. You have uh, Bon, who is the immortal, who basically, I feel, I believe, might be the strongest character of the show, but only because nothing stops this guy. He literally gets repeatedly killed multiple times in the series. We're talking, like, straight-up decapitated, exploded... He just immediately regenerates every single time, so he's obnoxiously powerful. And uh, that's is he is he also super strong? He like, is yeah, super okay, strong. Okay. Yeah, he's super powerful. Uh, just you don't want to mess with him. And uh, then uh, so we have Meliodas, we have Diane, we have Bon, we have King. We also have uh, which is the 
oh, what is that one? I forgot his name. I feel so bad for saying this. It was the uh, the Sin of Lust, who was this like weird pink-haired kid. I always forget his name. Uh, almost looks female at first, and uh, probably the most nonchalant member of the group, and kind of reminds me of Nico Robin from One Piece. Okay, where he'll very say, chill. Like, yeah, he'll say really dark, fucked up things that are really disturbing, won't even wince about it, but everybody else is like, why would you even say that out loud? <laughs> like, really, really messed up. Um, we also had the character of Merlin, who uh, appeared at the end of the series, and not like your typical Merlin that you've seen like in... Uh, old stories and books and stuff where it was basically like just an old wizard. Basically, it's just this uh, really hot, attractive chick with magic powers. But we never really got to see what she was truly capable of. Uh, and then, of course, there is the uh, the last member of the group who has never even been introduced in the series who goes by the name of Escanor. Is the that the night know- guy? The night one? The night-looking one? Uh, he is... Well, there's a lot of night-looking Oh, yeah, it's medieval. <laughs> Nanatsuno Taizai. But uh, according to like his poster, because they have wanted posters for all the seven deadly sins... How high is his bounty? uh, (laughs) I have no fucking clue. I just know there's just a big guy with a lot of armor and a giant axe. That's really all that's known about that character. But I can't wait to see them all come together because that's one thing that was never fulfilled in the original series is getting to see all of the uh, the seven deadly sins come together. Um, My only hopes for the next season is that I want the budget to get a little bit higher because as much as I did enjoy the first season... Um, I thought some of the action was just okay at best. Like, there were a few scenes I was like, alright, that was cool, but it could have been done better. This is straight up some Dragon Ball Super Episode 5 <laughs> material right here. But then there were Never some episodes that, that looked really freaking good. Um, and I do think there's a lot of potential for the series. It's a series that when I watched it at first, I almost completely wrote it off as basically just like, oh, this just looks like fairy tale. Like, it looks nearly identical to the uh, the artwork and the overall premise. But unlike Fairy Tale, it's actually got some competent storytelling, and uh, the characters actually go through growth, which I think is really important. And well, they, it isn't they, always they just... go through time skips in Fairy Tale, and they actually physically grow taller. Yeah, that's about it, though. <laughs> and then their their fire abilities are just bigger. Yeah, you know, like I just have to scream louder at my enemy, uh, and I win. Okay. I mean, you. Uh, I know that you're not a super big fan of fairy tale but actually i'm secretly a fan of fairy secretly tale. you I do secretly, read it every week I, yeah but you always tell me it's never good like you're always just like yeah it's just the same old i'm crap. such an action junkie i just want to see them fight but mm-hmm. i do not like the storytelling mm-hmm. like it's not interesting mm-hmm. i don't even know the fucking cat's name happy happy yeah gotta be happy even i know that <laughs> i just don't pay attention to that so mm-hmm. i'm just like get to the next fight <laughs> let's get to the next fight why can't they give happy a fight well, because they're not strong. They're Krillins. Well, they could, like, transform them into, like, a giant, like, blue tiger. Nah. With, like, wings and shit. Like, you know, make them do, like, the whole He-Man treatment. Turns into Battle Cat and freaking uh, Natsu can ride on top of him. Like, go crazy with that, you know? No, never gonna happen. Never? No. Well, maybe. Maybe, you know, they'll fight a villain that they can't scream loud enough to beat. And then they'll decide it needs <laughs> cat powers. You know? I love when you say that, because that's pretty much what happens every arc, isn't it? Like, there's... Yeah. Big villains or a group of villains appear. There's one that's like the leader, and then they destroy everyone. And in the last fight, Natsu fights him, starts to lose a little bit, and then he basically just starts yelling. And then he gets real powerful. Some of the later him. arcs, Natsu hasn't been the main beat him up finisher, really? but it's like you know he and everyone gets along and kills everyone up to that point. Mm-hmm. And then you know someone what else is like Lucy finishing yeah, off. Yeah, then Lucy accepts it. The, uh, and then, the, the and big then bads. Who's the other guy? The uh, the steel dragon type guy. Uh, forgot his name you know who i'm talking but about yeah i know who you're talking about then yeah. that guy the gets Dragon a chance yeah, yeah then he gets a chance and yeah. then uh lucy gets a chance and mm-hmm. whoever it just but natsu's always there you know mm-hmm. he's uh re- this last arc they're reforming fairy tale because they broke up mm-hmm. and uh, they broke up like a couple times 
some mem- most some members leave for a while and then they mm. come back and then someone's like, hey, I need you to come scream loud alongside me. And then, you know, they all do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Fairy tale is just uh, OK. It's the same because I, I want to like fairy tale. I really do because we get a lot of requests uh, for the new anime version, which is airing right now. And everybody's like, review the manga. It's totally the type of show you guys would like. Um, but just, you know, I've tried, I've tried multiple occasions. I've tried watching it's, the anime. I've tried looking at the manga. It's I just, okay. I can't get past it. I don't know. It's okay. Yeah. It's just good enough for me to spend the five minutes to read through it every week. It is not going to be worth my time to sit there and talk about it wow. every week. Sorry guys. Fairy tales. It must good. be doing something though. If you're looking at it every week, I like the, uh, flashy images. Yeah. This week, the fire was bigger than last week. I don't know what I'd say, Corey. I don't know what I'd say. <laughs> I'm not getting guilt tripped into reviewing fairy tale. No, not not yet. Anyway. No, no, uh, it's okay. What were we talking about? I feel like we got off track. Seven deadly sins. We were talking about seven deadly sins. Yeah. So originally, you said it looked like fairy tale. Yeah. But some of the fight scenes look really good. Yeah. And in my opinion, look better than fairy tale fight mm-hmm. scenes. But that's probably once in a while, or mm-hmm. you find the main characters interesting to you. Like, what hooked you into Seven Deadly Sins? Probably just the characters themselves and just the overall setting. Um, just learning a little bit more about each of them, I think, is what's most important. And the fact that a lot of them are based on, like, classic figures, like the character of Merlin. Like, I never expected Merlin to be like that. Again, though, since the series ended the way it did, I still am not completely satisfied. And th- that's my only real issue with uh, the first half of the season was just like, oh, God, I just I wanted so much more. And hopefully this next season will actually rectify that. And I pray that they continue to follow the manga version because I'm not usually a big fan when they go off and do their own thing. Um, but what is good is this proves, though, that the, the show has been popular enough. And, you know, I'd be okay even if they just did, like, you know, single seasons, like every other year or every year or so because... Not everything has to be Naruto and One Piece. Uh, when you are Naruto and One Piece, that can definitely bring your budget down quite a freaking bit. Case in point, all the fillers in Naruto Shippuden lately. And I never wanted a series like that to sort of go down that route. Yeah, uh, the problem when you make a weekly series is the quality goes down. Mm-hmm, you know, that, that's just the problem. Or if you start an anime series like way too close to the manga, like uh, an anime series just finished up. Uh, last Sunday, which I felt was going to be one of the biggest hits, ended up being kind of one of the biggest t- uh, disappointments of the season, which was Gangsta. Um, Gangsta's that done. That didn't finish strong? It didn't. It, well, it ended with some cool action, but it ended with zero resolution for absolutely anything. And it ended on the weirdest moment, too. And then I did a little research and found out that they're only four chapters away from where the manga is. Oh. So they couldn't find a proper ending point, And it just sort of ends just kind of like, wait, that's fucking it? Nicholas Brown, the main character of the series, the deaf-mute badass samurai Yakuza, isn't even, like, in the final two episodes at all. Like, what a freaking waste of time. They, I would have rather that they come up with basically their own original ending because basically what it did was it took me back to Tokyo Ghoul where it's like, haha, you like this? Too bad, read the fucking manga. And I cannot stand that they've been doing that so much lately in so many different anime series. And this is another one of those cases where you guys should have waited a year, two, three years before you even wanted to do Gangsta. One, this way you could have developed the story more. Two, you probably could have gotten a better animation team to do it which the series just really wasn't all that great. No. But that's the thing, though. I liked the series for the world and the characters. They just never lived up to anything at the end of the day, which is why that series is just painful. I remember you, uh, uh, when you started that series, you were all about it. You're like, this is good, this is gritty, this Mm -hmm. is real. Yeah. And it goes nowhere. (laughs) It just, boom, it's done. It wasn't as bad as Tokyo Ghoul's ending, uh, the the second one where just, you know, I guess Kaneki's dead. 
and killed by that one dude and they don't really show you anything. There is like a little bit of resolution in the final episode, but you don't get any answers to anything. Uh, you never really get to see anything completely fulfilled. The, full, the Maybe. whole final episode seems like it's building up to a finale that never happens. Maybe, though, we are trained in our American storytelling methods that we need a happy little nice package at the end. Mm -hmm. And that's not the way it goes. Like, one of my favorite movies of all time, No Country for Old Men. Mm -hmm. Shitty ending in some ways. But in some ways, very bold. But it's an interpretive ending, too. Like, it's there is conclusion, though, to that story. Bad guy wins. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a happy ending. No, no. You know, and, and you know, I, what, what's and the name was, of that movie? Anton? The guy with the bad haircut? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember that actor. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a horrible character who gets away with everything. Yeah. But it tells the story. I remember when uh, uh, the uh, actor was doing an interview, and when he saw his haircut for the first time, he's like, oh, I'm not getting laid for like six months when I make this movie. <laughs> He's like, I'm stuck with this haircut. Oh, that was a pretty interesting do. Um, was that a period piece movie? Like, uh, was that set during a certain time period? I don't know. It seems uh, late 80s. Uh, also, if you ever want to see a clip from No Country to Old Men, or for Old Men, definitely go watch the coin flip scene. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's all over That's YouTube. That's one of the most tense scenes of the entire movie, too. Yeah, it's, it's It'll give you up. an idea of what the movie's about, but it also will not show you like how far the movie will go either. Yeah, it gives you the tone. It mm -hmm. sells the tone very well. Mm -hmm. I don't know who made that movie, but it's good. But yeah, it's uh, in many ways that's kind of what the last episode of Gangsta is like. Like it just sort of, there's no happy resolution. One of the main characters may or may not be dead. You never really figure anything out. Uh, so unfortunately, it's a disappointment. And again, it's just another commercial to go read the freaking manga. Uh, so I really wish anime studios would stop doing that. And uh, that actually brings me to my next uh, point. Uh, another very popular show that came out over the summer was called Kekai Sensen, uh, more popularly known as Blood Blockade Battlefront, which I do believe to be one of the best animated shows of the summer. It had some of the best art style. It also had some episodes which were just so oh, different from one another. No Country for My Old Men is a Coen Brothers movie. No it wonder. It is. No wonder. That makes sense. They know what they're doing. They should have done Gangsta, damn it. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Corey, I interrupted. No, it's Keep okay. Um, Blood Blockade Battlefront. That's another series that I thought was just really, really good. It, every episode was completely unique from one another like there'd be an episode that'd be action-packed there'd be an episode that'd be really funny and heartwarming there'd be an action pack which would just be rambunctious just crazy series and it was from the creator of uh trigun as well so it definitely had a good pedigree behind it um but the problem is that show was just plagued with production issues and uh it got to a point where they finally got to the last episode and they're like shit we don't have enough time for the last episode this thing's gonna be like an hour long and we can't find a time slot for it because in japan you fight for your damn time slots. And uh, they went months without showing this final episode, and everybody was fearing that it was either A, never going to air at all, or B, they were going to wait until maybe like the end of the year to show it. And luckily, it's not quite the end of the year, but the very beginning of October, which uh, I believe is this weekend, they are going to be showing the final episode, which I will be reviewing, and I'm really excited to see how they're going to wrap that up. But again, just like Gangsta... Just like Tokyo Ghoul, Blood Blockade Battlefront is indeed based on a manga series, which is still ongoing, still not finished, and they're still pretty damn close to the overall story. So I'm not going to get my hopes up too much for what they're going to do for the finale, but I do have a feeling it's still going to be another case of go read the fucking manga. It's it's sad that they do that. Like, these series should be, in some ways, it's a double-edged sword, though, Corey, because I can mm -hmm. easily see someone like you saying, uh... 
well, why are they making their own endings when they have a manga that they easily base this off of? Mm-hmm. And then on your card, you know, your way of looking at it is why are they doing this? Because this needs to be its own thing, you know? So can you win? I don't know. Can you win? Mm, I think everybody's losers here. Okay, everyone's a loser In these here. situations. Like, nobody really wins here. You know, the anime people don't win. They don't want to read the manga. The manga people are a fan of the anime don't win because their series ends up being disappointing and it doesn't really follow the story that they want to see. Um, there's only so many instances where an anime series, I think, can break away from the manga version and be really, really successful. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist, the first time they uh, adapted that, I think, was a pretty successful run. And I'd go as far as to say that the first season is still really good. I still prefer Brotherhood. Um, not just entirely because it's based on the manga. I just I like the story a little bit more in that. Um, but I still think the first series is like, it really does stand on its own, especially with the, uh, the final movie that they have, which concludes everything in its very own way. I mean, just sort of look at it as like an alternate universe of Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Well, Full Metal Alchemist is like the one exception to the rule. Cause they pulled it all off. Mm-hmm. Like who else has pulled it off like that? Like, uh, how about Dragon Ball GT? No, it didn't. <laughs> no one else has. Exactly. No, they're like the one exception um, to that rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, overall, um, I haven't seen Blood Bo- Blockade Battlefront, but mm-hmm. it sounded like you enjoyed it. And mm-hmm. uh, it was also, how, what were the powers? Like, did they get That's suits? The thing. Uh, you don't remember, but you did watch one episode with me. I remember. Was that the one with the Pompadour guy? Uh, no, it was not. Okay. Actually, I'm not, I don't remember if there's anybody with a pompadour in that show, uh, now that I can recall. A pompadour is like an Elvis hairdo for those yeah, that don't like know. Yeah, it's like Dandy or Kuwabara from Yu Yu Hakusho or, you know, like Elvis. Or Elvis. Yeah, Elvis Presley. <laughs> um, and we did watch the very first episode of the series. Uh, the main powers, uh, the group in the series, um, which I believe they're known. Oh, see, it's been so long that I can't even, like, remember what their organization is uh, actually called. Um, Libra. That's what they call themselves. Libra, okay. even though they say uh, Libra. Uh, in Libra. The show, but it's clearly Libra. Uh, all their powers are based around, like, blood. Hence the name Blood Blockade Battlefront. Like, there's the one guy who's voiced by Zoro from One Piece who, of course, is able to manifest a sword made of blood and other weapons made of blood. There's a guy who wears these brass knuckles, which he can use to seal people away. There's someone who has guns. They all have their own, like specialty which revolve around blood or manifesting it in some sort of sense and it's just a really stylistic and fun show and what's really great about it is that it's set in new york city so i love seeing japanese portrayals of like american life okay and it's probably one of the more flattering ones i've seen like they don't make us look completely stupid um the only thing that i can you know infer from that is that they think that all we eat is like fast food and hamburgers though uh, there's a whole episode that's, like, revolving around hamburgers and stuff. Uh, check it out. It's probably one of the more heartwarming episodes of the series. And it seems completely out of place, too. Like, it shouldn't even be there. But it's one of those episodes that's still so well written and so well animated that it just sucks you in the entire time. And that's what is so amazing about that show. Um, so I really hope that they're going to be able to give it a good conclusion. Um, I'm not going to hold my breath, though. But uh, I will have a review for that when it is going to be coming out. So make sure to stay tuned. That's coming out this weekend. It's really happening. The final episode is going to be animated. It's going to be double the length of a normal one. So make sure to check that out. Okay, so what's your favorite anime of this year so far? Oh, God, that is tough. It's 2014. Um, it's 2015, Corey. It's 2015. See, I'm so <laughs> fucked up. Um, I can't even keep up with stuff Is anymore. anything even that good this year? Hmm? What was good this year? Uh, I loved, of course, JoJo. Which yeah. unfortunately did come to an end. JoJo is um, great. I really love JoJo, but you know, I'm, I don't even have to really think about it. My favorite show so far of 2015 has been, without a doubt, Death Parade. 
which was the show that aired at the very beginning of this year, which was about the, uh, you know, when people, two people die, they go up to the bar, and then they have to play a game. Two men enter, one man leave. Exactly. Um, <laughs> that show is without a doubt the most unique thing that I've seen. It's not based on a manga, which means uh, they had free reign to do whatever they want in terms of creativity, which meant everything was pretty much answered. And there were still a lot of things we don't know. Like, by the end of that series, there's still a lot of questions, but it's up for interpretation to where everybody can kind of have, like, their own conclusion with the story. Um, just, I loved everything about that show. It was really unique. Um, really cheesy. Really stupid for a lot of viewers. Gundam Build Fighters tried the second season of Gundam Build Fighters. I freaking ate that show up. Loved it, man. Could not get enough of it. Um, I don't want to say Dragon Ball Super is up there yet. I still want to see the series evolve, especially because we're still in this whole Battle of Gods arc thing. Okay. Um, I don't really think I'm going to really start loving Dragon Ball Super until we start to see the new material. Like the stuff after Resurrection of F2. That's going to be a while, though. It is going to be a while. Um, not too far though, because I mean they're actually getting through this whole Battle of Gods thing quick. I just I never anticipated that Beerus was gonna fight Goku for this many episodes. Like, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, episode two, they're gonna end it right there. Oh, okay, I guess they're gonna end it in the next one. Episode three, they're obviously in space. Fuck no, they fight in space the entire time. All right, episode four, let's see what's gonna happen. Even now, I'm like, I even joked in my review, I'm like, this could go into a fifth episode. We don't even know it yet. <laughs> yeah, we just have to really see what these guys are going to do. If there's gonna be any more twists. Because we have three different versions of Dragon Ball Super at the moment, or at least we have uh, three, three different, different versions, versions of Battle of Gods. Yes. With uh, the movie version, the manga version, and now the anime version, and they're all different from one another. They have yep. almost nothing in common aside from the fact that the characters are there and they're fighting each the other. The resolutions are the same. Yeah, so for they the still, most part. So like the, the canon direction of the, the series is actually the same, mm -hmm. but the uh, way they get there is different. Yeah. I almost said, we were talking about this earlier, I was like, I don't know, is there a word for that? Because they're all canon. And they all go to the same place, but the mm. way they get there is all very different. Mm -hmm. It's like canon-ish series. Yeah. So, yeah. It was, most, it, most people tend to think that the anime version is the one, like, the one to follow in terms of canosity. The one that will rule them all? Yes. I'm, I'm just throwing out quotes left and right. This, <laughs> no, no. That's exactly what <laughs> The one means. to guide them? Mm -hmm. The fan base, that is? Precisely. But uh, I am enjoying Dragon Ball Super, but yeah, I'd have to say Death Parade is, without a doubt, my favorite. Is, is there any shows you've been watching? Uh, I really like the new Dragon Ball Super. The, yeah. I haven't, I'm not caught up right now, mm -hmm. but uh, one of the animated things I've been watching recently uh, that I've really been enjoying is the new South Park season. Really? That, that has been blowing my mind. It with has. The, the PC principal <laughs> and the uh, the Caitlyn Jenner. Wow, they're just driving that. Buckle home. up, buckaroo. And then she hits someone or he or it hits someone. <laughs> and just like in real life, no one talks about it. And they all just start clapping. Yeah. Yeah, they're actually happy. When uh, when Caitlyn Jenner runs over that that guy at the White House, and there's also someone else at the end of the episode, yes. I think. Yeah. Well, because if you're unaware, uh, Caitlyn or Bruce, or however you go by, um, it, it hit someone in his truck and killed them, and they're like, "No, but she's so brave. We can't we can't bother her with killing someone," <laughs> and they just let that shit go. Yeah. No one talks about it. No. South Park did. Yeah, they did. Well, in an underhanded sort of South Park way. Yeah. And also, I just think the PC principal is a hilarious character mm -hmm. to find himself in South Park. Yeah, we were discussing last week if he was going to stick around. It looks like he is. Yes. Like, he's a permanent part of the cast at this point. It's is... okay, because that last principal was pretty... No one cared about her. Uh, not really. You know, not a very fun character. One that's been around in the show for a long time. But uh, South Park is no stranger to just randomly killing off it's a uh, unpopular side character. Well, she, you know, she pulled a hot Cosby and that was that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Like, do you remember, uh, do you remember, uh, I think it was the bus driver, Miss Crabtree? How'd they kill her? <laughs> 
I forgot. <laughs> uh, most people do forget. She was actually murdered in an episode off screen. It was uh, the episode that was making fun of Red Dragon. It was the one where there was that one killer in South Park uh, who ended up kidnapping Cartman uh, because, you know, he had these psychic abilities or what yes. he claimed to be the psychic abilities. Yes. And uh, one of the victims of the killer was Miss Crabtree. And uh, they even mentioned, like, when she's dead, she's like, I don't think it'll matter. She wasn't a really popular character anyway. <laughs> so they actually, like, bring that fact up. Um, they always end up killing, like, people who work in the... They always get rid of the characters from the school, I've noticed. Um, they've gotten rid of Miss Crabtree, the bus driver. Now they've gotten rid of the principal. Chef has been obviously, you know, killed. He's dead as shit. He was removed, yes. You remember Miss Chokes on Dick? Oh, she's dead? Yeah, she's dead as shit. She I was, forgot she about She died that. a long time ago in the, uh, it was called the Sea People episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. the Sea People episode. Yeah, that was when they tried to, you know. That whole scene where they had uh, uh, her and Mr. Mackey making love, that was just. Was that what was going on? Yeah, they made love because they were talking about teaching absence to the kids, and then mm. they realized they were both virgins. That so they, was pretty bad. It was just so like you didn't even know what was going on. You didn't want to know. I pray they never get rid. You know, there there are certain characters in the school like Mister Garrison and Mister Mackey. Like they're fucking hilarious. I still think they're funny. Yeah. Uh, in the last week's episode, Mister Garrison, you know, uh, a lot of the episode was parodying Donald Trump. And the fact that, you know, he, he just openly speaks his mind about immigration and pretty much anything he wants. And, you know, to me, while watching that episode, there were two Donald Trumps in that episode. There was, of course, the one from Canada. Yes. But Mr. Garrison, in many ways, was sort of a representation of Trump. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he represented the uh, people wanting someone to speak up and lead the way. Mm-hmm. And, just you know, in a really brash manner. Yeah, well, he's you know, you know he's Mr. Garrison. He, he does whatever like, he wants. We're, we're gonna fuck them to death and, and make America great again. <laughs> make America great <laughs> as again. As long as they say that at the end, everything's fine. Everyone's like, "Woo! I got something to cheer for." <laughs> mm-hmm. And he even had the shitty baseball cap on that the Donald Trump wears, <laughs> and they had the Canadian Donald Trump. And then he does, you know, he goes over the uh, the big waterfall, the Niagara Falls, and goes into Canada, <laughs> and then fucks the uh, Canadian Donald Trump to death. That happens. To death. Yeah. Any Anytime there's an episode that involves Canada, I always think it's really funny. I especially love that, like, conveniently, because it's for the story of immigration, like, this is, like, the only time you'll ever see, like, all those Canadian students, like, in a South Park school. Like, you've oh, never yeah. seen them before, and then suddenly they're all there. They have to suddenly, like, break out and play uh, their trumpets at uh, Chuck uh, Mangione. Yeah, the thing, to me, that was a Muslim <laughs> thing, because, you know, Muslims have to pray four yeah. times a day uh, mm-hmm. to, like, the sun. Mm-hmm. They have to pray in a certain direction. Canadians have to play trumpet. Oh my god, it's so stupid. <laughs> and the, the uh, it's it's funny though. It's it's because you at first you're like, oh, immigrants this is obviously going to be Mexicans, mm-hmm. but they switched it up and used Canadians because mm-hmm. uh, South Park is not that obvious in the way they go about things. Mm-hmm. It was just a really good episode. And uh, t- today is Tuesday, uh, so tomorrow. Yeah, new we episode another tomorrow. I'm a, yeah. I'm always so excited for the new season. I have not been watching Fear the Walking Dead. I've missed the last two episodes. But yeah, I'm right there with you. You missed okay. the last. Too. completely lost on those series i need to watch that though i've mm-hmm. heard it was good uh, i've heard they've been good and uh so yeah i also want to catch up on that i mean the new uh just the regular season uh walking dead starts in like two weeks yeah, yeah it's this right the, new, the old season's gonna or this new show is probably gonna end right as the old show yeah, i think up. it ends this weekend then because yeah. i think it's gonna be coming up right after that i was seeing a lot of previews for that um because i don't i don't watch there's only so many shows that i look forward to right now like in the fall like i am watching south park um i did watch a very shitty episode of the simpsons on sunday uh, in an okay episode of Family Guy, um, I watched Gotham last night, which has still mm-hmm. got me by the balls. Um, Interesting, you know, I, I, it's it's such a good bad show. <laughs> good bad That's show. That's what I love about Gotham. Like when my girlfriend wants to watch these bad CW shows, I'm like, no, I won't. 
I won't like, like fall what, for what it. you watch on CW? Like Once Upon a Time. Is that a CW show? Once Upon a Time. Once it's upon like a time. it's like if you is t- it is it the the show with all the different like uh, fantasy fairy tales? Yeah. My mom loves that show. Oh, Ugh. I can't get into it. She's like, God, I can't she, stand. Like it. I'm she, like, there's like five hot chicks. She's like, that's Snow White. Mm-hmm. That's Cinderella. I'm like, it just looks like a bunch of hot chicks hanging out that happen to be wearing costumes. <laughs> it's not real fairy tale stuff. And mm-hmm. she's like, no, 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 they do magic. And it's a lot like, uh, what was it? Three Witch Show. You remember that Hocus Pocus or something? No, that was a movie. Yeah, that was the, a movie. Uh, there was a, Bewitched. Was that the show? That's another show, but not the right one. There were these three girls that had, they were like witches, but in modern day, you know? I have no idea what you're talking it's about. It's like another CW kind of show, mm-hmm. you know, like another Smallville or something. Mm-hmm. But Smallville was a little corny too. Like they had fun with it. But a little uh, corny? Yeah. Smallville was corny as shit. <laughs> a lot of the shows on CW are like uh some of them are guilty pleasures though. Like I don't really like Arrow that much. Uh but I do like Flash. I haven't seen it. The Flash is good. It's it's stupid but it's good. Um Arrow I think tries a little too hard. I think it tries to be too Batman like. Like they try to make him like on the dark guy who hangs in the shadows and shoots arrows kind of shit. Like, yeah, just yeah. like, ugh, it gets old after a while. But Flash is fun. It has a little more fun with the fact that it's a superhero show. And it's refreshing to see a superhero show where, like, they actually have the costumes and the villains. And, and you know. Flash isn't a brooding character. He's just a dude that runs fast that yeah, happens exactly. to want to do good. You and know? It's, yeah, it's refreshing from because everything's got to be fucking dark as shit now yeah. if it's a superhero movie. Which, oh, if it's trying to be serious, it has to be dark, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, it doesn't have to be dark. It and can it works be. great for the Fantastic Four. Really <laughs> can you believe that happened like a oh, month ago and man. no one's even talking about it anymore i haven't seen a single clip i want to see a clip of it though i haven't even, that's the thing it's so bad there are not clips of like yeah. any of the good scenes up on youtube that's how bad that freaking movie was fantastic four fight let's see the if fight any scene. it's like the last five minutes of the movie probably no nah, it's all the old one Ugh fight 2015 i'd actually take the the older ones against the new ones now it's all trailers mm-hmm. yeah none of At this least the thing wears pants <laughs> i don't need to see his rock dong does he have a rock his rock dick i'm not sure it's weird <laughs> there was a family guy joke years ago in an episode where uh apparently the thing had his uh his rock cock uh-huh <laughs> rock cock say that yeah uh his rock cock cut off and him and the cops were like looking for it and they were like out in this field and this one cop just brings over this like tiny orange rock. He's like, is this it? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no. Mm. Was that it? That was, that was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> just the thing's reaction to seeing his little rock cock. That's all it was. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Stupid. <laughs> Fantastic Four's boring superheroes. Get them out of here. The flat or the, the flash is, uh, not the flash, uh, the fire guy is human the only, torch human torch is the only interesting one mm-hmm. if you ask me this is the only interesting one yeah i mean i just that's the thing i just i, I want to care about the 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 fantastic four i just don't no i don't even want to you know, i'm pretty I'm much done it. with them yeah i'm done mm-hmm. i'm done okay so uh prometheus 2 called alien parasite lost paradise er, alien paradise lost yes that's right there is what a, a movie, weird title yeah um now Prometheus is one of those movies that when it so much before potential. it came out, like I remember legitimately being like, "Oh, this is it! This is going to be the next big fucking sci-fi classic that everyone's going to remember. Everyone's going to go be seeing Prometheus." We went and saw it, and it was okay. Very pretty. Yeah, uh, you know, it's a Ridley Scott movie, so it's got some amazing production value behind it. I think the first movie in terms of production value is 
quite an accomplishment, mm-hmm. but the overall story just didn't really do too much for me. And the thing I find most surprising about Prometheus is that it's a Ridley Scott picture. It's clearly set within the universe of the original Alien movies. Um, but Ridley Scott has always been saying, like, while he's making these, like, I want to try and get these as far away from the other Alien movies as possible, which means no more chest bursters, no more alien eggs, no more face huggers, no more alien queens, none of that. We're going to try something new this time, and we're going to try to uh, tell this sci-fi story, which is all about how mankind was created. And they got there for like 90% of Prometheus, and then the final shot of the movie is of that weird alien thing like bursting out of the engineer's body. And it's at that point that you realize, hmm, this is actually more connected to aliens than we believe. But even after that came out, Ridley yeah. Scott was still sticking to his guns. And he's saying, no, 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 Prometheus 2 and any of its sequels are not going to have anything to do with the aliens. We're telling our own original story. He's like, look, we we just wanted to make sure you knew it was the same universe. Probably mm-hmm. is probably what he's going for. Yeah. And he wanted to show the engineers are these very powerful beings that mm-hmm. created these weapons, which yeah. are the aliens. Because yeah. that's all they are is a biological they're pretty much a big virus yeah, that's human size. Yeah, they're just yeah. Uh, big human size, scary monsters that can yeah. come out of any biological being. Mm-hmm. You know, so they are a weapon. They really are. Uh, but and uh, so I'm I'm excited to see what happens. I, I hope the engineers get a little more expanded on. Uh, they need to be expanded on. We don't know shit about them. <laughs> they're big. But what's interesting is that the movie isn't even called Prometheus Two. It's being called Alien Paradise Lost, which almost makes it seem like it's more in line with the actual Alien series, just by giving it that title. I think that is going to confuse some viewers, those who are not the most hardcore fans. But what's most interesting is that Ridley Scott has actually said that these movies are going to tie to the character of Ripley, that's Sigourney Weaver, from the other Alien movies. So now he's sort of backpedaling a little bit, and I'm not sure if that's because he realized that Prometheus really wasn't all that great in the first place, and that he's like, well, maybe I should try to connect this a little bit more to Alien. You know, maybe that's what the fans really want at the end of the day. Maybe I shouldn't have shown that giant alien bursting out of the chest of the engineer at the end. Because that just got more people saying, we want to see more of that shit. Yeah, where's that? You know? Where's the engineers? They're supposed to be super, like, smart and stuff. But, like, mm-hmm. the engineers didn't come off as a very interesting character. No, like, when they when they woke up that one engineer in the movie, like, he just gets up for a second... He, like, looks at them, and then he gets all fucking pissed off. Well, because the engineers supposedly created humanity, yeah. right? Yeah, so that's another one of their creations. They're like, what the fuck are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Like, we squished you. Yeah. And then it broke the robot, you know, mm-hmm. and all that shit. Which, by the way, that guy, uh, what is that, Fassbender? Yeah. Fassbender's a great His actor. His career has just continued to explode since then. And I thought he played a great role. He, he really owned that role. He was probably the best part of the movie. Yeah, literally mm-hmm. probably the best part of the movie. You know, the only actor I can recognize, aside from Fassbender from that movie, was... Uh, uh, Idris Elba, who played the uh, the captain of the uh, the giant ship that they uh-huh. used when they were actually going to the planet for the first time. The blonde chick? Uh, no, no, that's... that's no, uh... you know, we are canceling the apocalypse! Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Freaking, uh, I always forget his name. Idris Elba. Yeah. He, he's, uh, Good he's luck the guy, trying to say that. Yeah, he's <laughs> the guy who a lot of people are lobbying for the next uh, James Bond. Oh, yeah, Black yeah. James Bond. Yeah, yeah, the first one. He could pull it off. I'm, yeah, not sure no if thanks. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm down with the Black James Bond. I think Bond. that would create something of a continuity error. Is that that's not how it is in the books? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Most people don't even realize that James Bond is actually based on uh, a series of books from like back in the day. 
Yeah, they. Uh, I saw this article where they said like if James Bond, uh, if that was a real person, yeah. he would have had to drink like five martinis a day over like a, a four year span, you know, to actually <laughs> keep up with how much he drank in the books and the time span they took over. Mm-hmm. So they're like, this person would have died of alcohol poisoning long before he could have pulled off any of these missions. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's fucked up. Why are you bringing all that reality into this? I'll tell you when I want to look. How about this? Um, I'm not really too keen with the idea of Idris Elba being James Bond, but what if they did? Idris Elba as James Bond versus Aliens. Okay, that just makes no sense. <laughs> that I would watch. I think that would Piloting be Piloting giant, giant robots in Pacific Rim. Oh, we got to make the aliens big, though, too. That's fine. We, we'll just have them take over. Like uh, super gigantic xenomorphs. We'll have them take over one of the beasts from Pacific Rim. A face hugger. Really so there's big. going to happen. All right. So here's here's the premise. Okay. <laughs> of the big crossover <laughs> between James Bond, aliens, and Pacific Rim. And Pacific Rim. We're going to have to have a giant face hugger of some kind. Like it's got to be a big fucking face hugger if it's gonna you know yep. take out a kaiju. What's this thing gonna hatch from? It's the gorilla one. The gorilla kaiju. The gorilla kaiju. And then it's just gonna be a big black buff xenomorph, and it's gonna yeah. fight James Bond, <laughs> a giant robot. On the moon. Like, if that thing sheds any sort of blood, too, it's just going to melt everything around it. Like, can you see the set piece? And, and you know what? Let's go ahead and take that Jaeger, and since it's James Bond, let's put that Jaeger in a freaking tuxedo. Okay, yeah, and it's 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 a uh, first attack is it throws acid martini, like a big acid martini on its face, you know? <laughs> or it's, like, flammable, so it hits it. And then the olive is a grenade and explodes and it catches on fire. <sighs> How about that? This movie writes itself. <laughs> if we can somehow include Batman in somehow, <laughs> this could very well be the greatest movie of all times. Hell, they could do it. They're making Lego Dimensions. I mean, have you <sighs> seen all of the freaking crossovers they're doing in that game that I will never play because it's too fucking expensive? you got to buy toys to play that game. Oh, it's one of those. No thanks, which is becoming like a huge trend over the last couple of years. So I heard this hilarious joke because I was watching the uh, roast of Pamela Anderson, and it was uh, 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 one of these comedians. I forget. There's so many great comedians out nowadays, you know, literally doing great comedy. And uh, what uh, it was, he was like, you know, I've whacked off to Pamela Anderson so much. I didn't think I'd recognize her unless she just got done eating a glazed donut. <laughs> Like, damn it's so disgusting <laughs> it's so fucking awkward and you know what that's a perfect segue because we're gonna end today's episode with awkward imger slash imager readings that's right my friends Covering we're bringing back bases. the classic segment and again christian's gonna have to suffer this week it's not my turn and we've already got the uh the pictures already here here we go getting ready to go through it christian, and guess what just... Corey's gonna actually put them in the edit this time yeah He's really, he's dedicated to actually, you know, uh, it's not coming up. So let's stall. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Now technology. It's a bitch sometimes. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. There it is. Oh, oh, I see. You just named it different. Okay. So I'm starting with the first one, which is a Raptor. Yes. If it's, it's philosophy Raptor. Yeah. Philosopher. If you drop soap on the ground, is the soap dirty or the floor clean? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, I love fucking Velociraptors. My but favorite one. It's always one. really tough to find like really clever ones, and that's another one that always makes me laugh. I mean, it's a good point. I always thought, okay, it's so totally fucked up. And after that Pamela Anderson joke, I need to watch where I'm going with this, uh, or else I'm going to look bad. But uh, I find it so funny. The one he's like, if you went back in time and molested yourself, did you molest yourself because <laughs> did you do it because you were molested as a child? <laughs> 
Without a picture in context, this sounds so fucked up. Yeah, yeah, it's There's gonna up. be someone who's gonna skip right ahead to this part of the video, and they're just gonna hear that the last the, bit. The molesting. Yeah. Okay, next one. All right. Of course, being gay isn't a choice. Who would choose an asshole over a pussy, and an asshole? <laughs> oh my god i love this dude's fucking hair and the fact that he's chewing on straw he's not wearing a shirt yeah yeah he he embodies the redneck look mm-hmm. you know he just embodies it yeah. okay fuck my life <laughs> the dead stare that this guy is giving with oh his man super happy wife who's happy to be pregnant and then they just look at him, just yeah. empty. Nothing is there. Yeah, that guy looks pretty sad. Mm-hmm. He looks. I, I might look like that if my girlfriend got pregnant. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> mm, wrap it up tight, kids. Wrap it up tight. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm a Mac and I'm a PC, bro. Want to throw down? Fucking PC principal. I had to. I had to include PC principal in some form, and I saw that, and I couldn't stop. Uh, I like. I like that you can see his Oakleys backwards on mm-hmm. his head. That's the most fucked now, up Now, I'm not part. sure if this is even relevant anymore. I don't even think they do these Mac PC commercials No, anymore. no, they stopped doing them a while ago. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's classic actor Justin Long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here's... The best thing about this douche is... Uh, you read this one. All right. Uh, the best thing about this douche is the nation agrees that he is a douche. No politics, no left wing, no right wing. Just the United States of fuck this guy. <laughs> uh, so if you don't know who that guy yeah. is, he's a he's a uh, uh, guy. He that, runs this like he's the CEO of this like medical company. medical company, and he used to work on Wall Street, and he knows a lot about money and whatnot. And so what happened is he uh, bought the rights to this HIV medication, and then took the cost of pill from seventeen dollars to like five hundred per pill. Which is insane and a huge markup. And he all he's thinking about is how to make money. What's scary is it's even more than you actually said. It's more than five hundred a pill. Yeah, it's like I think it's like seven hundred and fifty dollars a pill. Whoa! Yeah, or and maybe it, even around that range, seven hundred. And he doesn't care because he just wants the money, obviously. Mm-hmm. But the other problem is insurance isn't expensive, and insurance will like cover eighty percent of the cost of yeah. a pill. So at seventeen dollars a pill, you're probably paying like you know for thirty pills. I, I'm not going to do the math, but you're probably going to pay like forty bucks with insurance. Mm-hmm. But now you're going to pay like four hundred dollars even with insurance. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like insane, and this guy just doesn't care he just shit eating grin that he has that's the way he smiles in every interview after ask her uh when someone asks him a question he ends it that's like his period that little shit eating smile yeah well you know he's rich but he's also an asshole and that if that isn't a sign that being rich doesn't mean you're right or better then there is no there is no sign that guy's an asshole we're going to mars bitches the united states of space (laughs) <laughs> Nothing deep on this one. <laughs> I just there. think it's funny and just the look on Dave Chappelle's face. Just Dave right Chappelle there. did such a great black president before it was even a thing. <laughs> I know. Oh, I miss Dave's show so much. Good thing his stand-up is still absolutely hilarious. Okay. Say it to my face, bro. I dare you. Okay, I hope that image is on the screen or else that makes no sense. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I never even intended to include that one, but it's in there. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, just a fucking tiny little deer getting up in this dude's face. Next one is a little more okay, complex. Okay, okay. Oh, well, this is great. So it's like the holodeck. The what now? You know, from Star Trek. Some of us spent the late 80s and early 90s getting laid. And that's, you know, it's the captain of the, you <laughs> it's know. freaking Patrick Stewart. Yeah, it's Patrick Stewart. Oh, God, I love that they can get Patrick Stewart 
to say these crazy things. Classically aimed Shakespearean actor Patrick Stewart. Some of us spent the late eighties. <laughs> I can't even like say like, I can't even do a shitty impression of Patrick Stewart saying that. It's he's so good though. He's such a great actor. I also saw a quote about him saying uh, how he was going to refuse to see Galaxy Quest when it first came out because really? he thought it was a big mocking of his. Did career. you know they're turning that into a TV series? No. Yes, that's they a, are, and it was a good movie. Yeah, and I, I'm it not could be sure good... if it's going to be on Netflix or if it's going to be on a regular channel. But I remember reading that. They are planning on turning that into a show. A movie which is pretty underrated, in my opinion. One of those aliens uh, went on to be, you know, the blue aliens that are actually, uh, you know, the weird squid monsters when their device isn't working. Yeah. Uh, he actually went on to be an SNL guy. I forget his name, though. I need mm. to look that up. But the point is, uh, Galaxy Quest, uh, Patrick Stewart was like, I'm not going to go see this movie. It sounds like it's making fun of my career in a lot of ways. But then he realized it's really a celebration of the show. And at the end of the movie, it's the fans that show them how the ship works because they know all the technical things about the ship that the actors never cared about. Mm -hmm. And they actually end up saving the day. It's actually funny. It's the guy that's the Mac uh, from the Mac and PC ads. Really? That's that guy. Jeez, how did that just come full circle? <laughs> I don't know. It just did, though. Uh, and Kevin Bacon's in there somewhere. And Kevin Bacon. <laughs> oh, Kevin Bacon. All right. Well, guys, I think we're going to call that the end of the show today. Thank you guys again for viewing with us. Uh, before we leave today, however, uh, I just want to thank uh, Rogue Intel for allowing us to do this show and for putting up our show on their channel. Make sure you check that out at uh, rogueintel.com. And what's really great about them is they allow us to speak our minds. We can be ourselves. We're not just weird clones and robots who are just spewing out crap we can say whatever we want and that's what's so amazing so if you guys want to help support their channel and to keep the network going i highly recommend going to rogueintel.com slash amazon for all your shopping needs what that means is every single time you guys buy anything on amazon.com a portion of that will go to the channel which will help fund all of these different podcast shows and that's going to keep us going it's going to keep bread on the table and uh, ensure that we have this show going unless you're gluten free you know then it'll put something else on the table in which case uh, uh piss off <laughs> uh, but uh there it is remember it doesn't cost you any extra and it'll help out uh our show as well as all the others on rogue intel uh, remember, guys, to leave us your comments in the comment section below, any topic ideas, any questions you guys have for us. Uh, if you guys are getting excited for October, we're going to be talking about a lot of different horror movies. Just about every week I have something special planned. Uh, so if there's any ones that you guys want us to specifically top, talk about, uh, just let us know in the comment section below. Make sure to like the video, see us on iTunes, and check it all out. It's all there for you. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, the Powerful Nerdcast is out. What's up, guys? It's Shane from Now That I'm Older. Check out Pure Orgasmic Love on the Rogue Intel Podcast Network. Sex, 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 one of the most amazingly diverse topics on the planet. And each week, Dragonfly and Swamp Ape will discuss and educate on topics involving love, relationships, and you guessed it, one of their favorites, sex. Pure Orgasmic Love. Find them on RogueIntel.com. Mm -hmm.